Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 20th. Today, Joe Biden is set to deliver the biggest political speech of his life and the ad wars between the Trump and Biden campaigns rolling out in battleground states on the heels of the Democratic convention. And finally today, Steve Bannon, arrested. You're not going to believe it. 33 years after Joe Biden first sought the presidency, he will take to the stage tonight in Wilmington, Delaware, to deliver his acceptance speech for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination. Again, something he's been seeking for a third of a century. So what does Joe Biden need to accomplish tonight at the final night of the Democratic convention? Well, he needs to accomplish a few things in his big speech tonight. First and foremost, he actually still needs to tell his story to the American people. It's funny to say for somebody who's been on the national political stage for so long that he still needs to introduce himself to folks. But as the Democratic pollster Peter Hart put it, Joe Biden is well known, but he's not known well. And I think that's a really smart line because I think that is Joe Biden's burden tonight to make sure he presents himself as a man in full, not just Barack Obama's number two, not just this longtime senator, But what Joe Biden is all about and how that came to be and how that would impact his presidency. So that's first and foremost. He'll obviously also make a critique of the president and his handling of the office, his handling of the pandemic, no doubt. But so many of the people who spoke at the Democratic convention in the previous three nights really took it to President Trump that maybe Joe Biden doesn't need to do as much of that. But no doubt he'll make the critique. And third and perhaps most importantly, Joe Biden has to explain the positive case for his candidacy. What is it he would do as president? What is his vision for America? This is where his whole theme from the last few weeks of build back better will come in. His aides are saying that he will note what needs to get done in the immediate term, dealing with the pandemic and the health crisis, dealing with the economic fallout from COVID, but that things were not perfect before the virus hit. And he's going to lay the case out today for why a Biden presidency would be able to not just deal with the immediate term and get the country back on course, but actually start building a vision for long-term betterment of the United States of America. If he can accomplish that, he will have accomplished a major item on his to-do list for the fall campaign. Here's what else you need to know today. The ad wars in the battleground states, the Trump campaign and the Biden campaign each launched ads pegged to the end of the Democratic convention in critical battleground states. And boy, do they show the contrast between these two candidates. Biden, of course, wanting to amplify the message that his team put together all week long in the convention. And Trump's effort is to completely frame the Democratic convention as a negative exercise in liberal progressive politics. Give a listen to these contrasting visions. Now that the virus has cost lives, but your health care costs too much. Now that our president has had months, but he still doesn't have a plan. What happens now? Joe Biden knows how to lead through a crisis because he's done it before. When our economy was on the verge of collapse, Joe Biden led the largest economic stimulus in a generation and saved millions of jobs. Many of the ideas we fought for that just a few years ago were considered radical are now mainstream. Bernie's right. Joe Biden embraced the policies of the radical left. 
So just as Americans are beginning to tune in in bigger numbers to this campaign as the conventions get underway, Biden's selling this message in the battleground states of what happens now, sort of the prescription for America that he is selling, whereas the Trump campaign is using this tune-in opportunity before they turn into their own convention to say everything you just heard this week is Joe Biden being a puppet of the radical left progressive Sanders Ocasio-Cortez wing of the Democratic Party. That's where the battle's being joined right now on Americans' television screens in the states that matter most in this race. And finally today, Trump's former campaign guru, Steve Bannon, White House advisor, arrested this morning. In classic Bannon style, he was arrested this morning on a luxury yacht off of the coast of Connecticut, arrested for perpetrating fraud against donors to an effort he and some of his compatriots put together as a fundraising vehicle for building the wall. You know, Donald Trump's core promise from his 2016 campaign that is not a promise that he has actually finished and delivered on. Steve Bannon, apparently now allegedly part of a fraudulent operation telling donors that that money, that $25 million that they raised was all to go to build the wall. What prosecutors are alleging is that that's not where all the money went. Donald Trump was asked about this today in the Oval Office. And in classic Trump fashion, here he was in the Oval Office trying to distance himself from one of his former closest advisors. Well, I feel very badly. I haven't been dealing with him for a long period of time, as most of the people in this room know. He was involved, likewise, in our campaign and uh, for a small part of the administration very early on. Despite the fact that Bannon had been dismissed from the White House some time ago in this administration, he was very much part of the conversations around Donald Trump's re-election campaign. And think about this. He is now the sixth person who was at the table with Donald Trump in his campaign, some of the most influential voices on the candidate from 2016, who's either been found guilty or indicted. I mean, Michael Cohen, Steve Bannon now, Michael Flynn, Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, Rick Gates. I guess this is the new version of all the president's men. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our technical lead. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Mutesa, and Priscilla Alibi, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. David Toledo is the team's production assistant. We'll talk to you tomorrow.